This episode is brought to you by Chris Judd Tarot, where you can get a personalized tarot card reading for as little as $10. From a single card drawn just for you to a 10-card spread, complete with your destiny number, your life path number, your current year number, and answers to all of the questions you have for the cards, there's a tarot reading for every budget. Hey, good morning. Welcome back to another episode of Not Just Another Tarot Podcast. My name is Chris, and I will be your host, but only on days that end in the letter Y. Coming to you live today from somewhere in the world with Carmen Sandiego. Today is September the 4th, 2022, and our card today is the Seven of Cups. When Seven shows up, you can expect a grand quest for answers and the truth. It's not satisfied with surface-level information or simple explanations. It believes those things are frivolous. And if there's one thing seven is not, it's frivolous. It knows that the diamonds are buried deeper, so it won't stop until it finds them. Then it will keep digging for more. Exploring the mysteries of life gives seven its purpose. Seven is well known for its analytical skills and investigative abilities. It's extremely detail-oriented, but isn't driven by tangible realities. It follows its inner wisdom, its heart, and its gut. Seven has a keen eye, making astute observations with a quick wit and an inventive spirit. Seven asks questions, researches, listens, and senses, using all its special abilities in its search for enlightenment and knowledge. It enjoys compiling and consuming information to find the answers it seeks. Even with all its analyses, questions, and research, it has a strong intuition, which it follows first and foremost. Seven is innately curious, and it knows there's an infinity of questions to be answered, which makes the world a fascinating place for it. It's interested in many subjects, and it wants to find as much understanding and knowledge as it can. Practical or metaphysical, doesn't matter. Seven just plain wants to know more. However, Seven's not just an information sponge. While it's driven by an inner fire to find all the information it can get its hands on, its real strength lies in sorting through that information to separate the useful from the meaningless the important from the mundane, and the fact from the fiction, to stay on track following the most valuable wisdom. Even though Seven finds spirituality important, it follows a more intellectual path through life than an emotional one. Combining the conscious and subconscious thoughts, it can be a beacon in the darkness, easily accessing hidden truths. Seven knows and understands that there's always something deeper, something unseen, something unseeable out there. It finds religion confining and limiting, even stifling at times, but has both a personal and an intellectual connection with the spiritual world. Seven can tend to be a bit of a recluse, happier with its books and internet connection than with other people. It spends most of its time in study and contemplation and doesn't put much importance on things like socializing with others. Over time, This lack of social involvement will turn Seven even more inward, and while it expands its knowledge, it minimizes its life experiences, making it hard to forge new friendships or find romantic partners. 
Seven can be secretive, holding its cards close to its chest. It's not so much that it's trying to hide secrets. It's that it just doesn't feel like everyone needs to know everything about it. The problem with that is that it's hard to, to genuinely connect with other people if they can't learn anything about you. Because of its insatiable need to know all the things, Seven will look below the surface, assuming there's more to the story. It can ruin a good thing by making assumptions and accusations or digging for answers when there just aren't any. Its suspicion can ruin the relationships that it does manage to have. Since it can easily find flaws in almost any system, Seven tends to be a perfectionist, which is a form of fear. Fear of failure, fear of success, fear of the unknown, and fear of not being enough all lie at the heart of perfectionism. Fear of failure because Seven doesn't want to let anyone down. Fear of success because what if it can't keep succeeding? Fear of the unknown because it wants to know everything. And fear of not being enough and being found out to being a fraud. Seven will often assume fault, so it's important that it balances out its natural skepticism with open-mindedness. Not everything will go according to plan, but that's what makes life fun. The Suit of Cups deals with emotions, the subconscious, relationships, love, and connections. It's associated with water, which is fluid and agile. Water is always in flow, always moving, always having an impact on its surroundings. It can be gentle and soft like the ripples in a pond after you toss in a stone. It can also be powerful enough to erode through enough rock to form the Grand Canyon. Think of river rocks. They're smooth and rounded because the water has worn down all the sharp edges. Water symbolizes intuition, healing, cleansing, fluidity, and relationships, and is receptive and adaptable. I use the Unicorn Tarot deck written by Suzanne Starr and illustrated by Liz Hilton for all my tarot readings, both the free readings I do every morning for you good folks and the paid ones I do through chrisjudtarot.com. Should you ever want a personalized reading, you can reach out to me there or email me at chris, K-R-I-S-S, at chrisjudtarot.com. In this deck, the Seven of Cups shows an old man wearing brown robes, sitting in a throne-like chair in the middle of a room. In his right hand, he holds an hourglass, with the sands of time run halfway out. Surrounding him are seven golden cups. Each cup has something coming out of it. Pentacles, a dolphin, a winged unicorn or alicorn, the devil, a dragon, a sword, and rain. The Seven of Cups is all about choices. You're standing at a crossroads with infinite paths laid out before you, but you don't know which to choose. This card asks you to take time to think over which journey you want to take. Stop fantasizing and get real with yourself. Which pathway is going to make you the happiest? Take some time and come up with concrete steps that you can take to go down that road. Remember your why. Why are you going to school, getting a new job, asking for a promotion, hell, even rearranging the living room? 
Your why should be your driving force behind the decisions you're making. Meditation or journaling may help quiet all the noise from all the different paths you could take and let you get back into alignment with yourself and your core values. For my podcast listeners, I also draw a daily oracle card. I use the Rebel Deck, the Oracle with Attitude. Its cards are saucy, foul-mouthed, and direct, much like me. Today's card says, laugh. Where the fuck is your sense of humor? The nebulous they say that laughter is the best medicine. And so it is. Whether you're physically ill or just overwhelmed by all the choices you have in life, it's better to laugh than to cry. Crying just gives you a headache, stuffy nose, and trouble catching your breath. Laughing has all kinds of health benefits. Laughter increases oxygen intake, stimulating your heart and lungs. It increases or then decreases your stress response by lowering your heart rate and slowing your breathing. It relaxes your muscles, easing away tension. It improves your immune system by releasing neuropeptides, which are small proteins that act as chemical messengers that fight against stress and more serious illnesses. It relieves pain by releasing endorphins, your body's natural painkillers, and it elevates your mood by lessening stress, depression, and anxiety symptoms. So find your fucking sense of humor. Get your laugh on. I believe in you. We'll see you tomorrow. Thank you.